I'm Mike Breen, AMS Public Awareness Officer. I'm talking with Patrick Ball, who's the Vice President of the Human Rights Program at the Benetech Initiative. Can you give the people who are listening a general idea of what you do at Benetech? Sure. We develop software and work with partners to build statistical analysis for thinking about historical clarification about large-scale human rights violations. In particular, we're interested in estimating the total number of killings that occur in political violence, including killings that can be observed and killings that cannot be observed. And that's the piece that we bring to the analysis that is not unique to us, but we do more of than pretty much anybody else. That process, it would start out, it would seem to me, with a lot of data collection, but then you you have to make inferences based on that? Right. We do a lot of data collection from UN agencies, government agencies, non-government agencies, the press. Uh, We accumulate a lot of information from all sorts of different sources. We combine it using a technique uh, called capture-recapture or multiple systems estimation and make a population inference to the total number of people who've been killed, including those who do not show up in any of those documentation sources. In Kosovo, you really were testing some hypothesis, uh, first about a cause for uh, deaths and the refugee flow, and, and then hypothesis after that. Right. We, were, we, the first, we had two hypotheses we were testing there. First, a hypothesis about the possible coordination, if there were, you know, there's this common cause of killing and refugee flow between March and June of 1999. And the second hypothesis that we wanted to test was actually had two parts. One was, is it plausible that the actions of the Albanian guerrillas of the Kosovo Liberation Army caused killing and migration? And the second hypothesis, was it plausible that actions taken by NATO, the U.S. and, and our allies, were plausible causes of the killing and migration? And in both cases, we rejected that hypothesis. We said that it was not the patterns of bombing by NATO and the patterns of uh, local attacks by the KLA were not plausible causes of killing or migration. You compiled a big report on this, and then you actually went and testified at The Hague in the uh, trial of Slobodan Milosevic? That's correct. Is it true that he cross-examined you? Yeah. Uh, Milosevic had decided that he was going to act as his own counsel. And so he was sitting at the table all by himself. He had a team of people supporting him in Serbia, uh, apparently by fax messages back and forth. But, I mean, in the courtroom, he was by himself. And so he just kind of sat there and thought up questions and asked me. It was, it turns out, very, very different than a, a cross-examination by a real lawyer, which has happened in subsequent cases, and it was a very different experience. What was that experience like for you, facing off against him? Well, I mean, this is a guy who had built his career largely by being very successful in Communist Party meetings. I mean, he was a, he was a bureaucrat, he was a, he was a politician, in this system where the way you're successful is by making your opponent look bad. And that may be superficially similar to a cross-examination, but it isn't that similar as it turns out. I mean, he didn't really have to understand my logic. Rather, he just kept attacking me as a person. And the judges got pretty impatient with that after a while and cut him off because that wasn't really relevant to what they needed to do in their findings process. They were looking for someone to ask the questions that a lawyer would ask in cross-examination, and Willis wasn't really doing that. So it didn't get that far. It's kind of an elaborate name-calling process, sort of, it seemed to be in Milosevic's approach. That's Patrick Ball of the Benetech Initiative. Uh, In part two, we'll talk about his work in Guatemala.